Kaufman. Welcome to the Thrive Today podcast. I'm Natalie Bourne, media host for Thrive Today and the founder of Innovation Meets Leadership. I am so excited about our first ever Thrive Today episode. Thrive Today exists to provide high-level female leaders in ministry and the workplace with leadership, community, and strength. My guest today is the founding pastor of Victory Church in Atlanta, Georgia, and the founder of Thrive Today, Colleen Rouse. Her primary goal is to help women identify the authority of the scripture and connect it to their success at work. Welcome to the podcast, Colleen. Hey, everybody. This is so exciting. I mean, really, this is finally happening. I'm just thrilled. Well, I just am so excited for our first ever episode. And when I think about the mission of Thrive Today, we've heard this outcry from women that there's not much available for women in leadership within the church. What made you decide to answer this outcry? Well, I totally understand it because for years, I was the only woman at the exec table. And so I felt a sense of camaraderie with other women in positions of leadership. And even prior to entering ministry, I was the only female in an exec position for a company, and I was a new believer. So I remember well what it felt like. I I didn't have the benefit of someone to help me navigate those years. And you know what? Sometimes the sense of what you didn't have, it's like the Lord takes that and it becomes the motivation for what you're going to do for others. And so it's kind of like the problem becomes a passion. Well, I know that you did your homework early on to really think about this group of ladies. Can you talk a little bit about who this community is for and what it's really designed to provide her? Yeah, well, our our homework consisted of doing several focus groups. And there was a very common theme that emerged early on. And that was they emphasized they didn't want another big event. What they wanted was community. Because think about it, women in high levels of leadership in corporate America, and even in ministry sometimes, they feel this need to hold everything close to the chest. And so they want opportunities to gather with like-minded women of faith. And so this became a big part of the discussion series, the ministry itself, and that was the impetus for a whole initiative here. Well, I think about the discussion groups that I've led for Thrive Today, and there was, when we got into those groups, this outcry of, this is what we've needed. This is what needs to exist because as we go about our life and workplace, sometimes it's hard to find people like us that are dealing with the same things, and especially that have a grounding in faith. So as we got these ladies together, there was this outpouring of, this is exactly the content and the information that's missing because we have a lot of leadership content, but there's nothing to connect it to the scriptures, especially for females. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so when we looked at this, uh, there were two elements that to me were very important as we developed Thrive Today. Number one, you've already said it, it had to come from a scriptural basis. I mean, there's lots of leadership materials, but there's not a lot of leadership materials specifically directed to the feminine heart. And there's not a lot of leadership materials that are based in scripture. So the biblical perspective, the authority of the word of God, 
And so what I wanted to do was beyond just identifying these scriptures that are going to offer us success principles, I wanted to help us generate a group of women who are locked into scripture, who understands sort of how to take the Sunday to Monday and bring the authority of the word into the workplace. And so now they're not just driven by success. They really want to make an impact. And the second thing was the feminine viewpoint. And that's really important because there are, you know, not a lot of things out there that tie the feminine heart and scripture together. I mean, there's a lot of sort of more feminist leading material out there, but we need something that really taps into the unifying of who we are as women and who we are in the word of God. And we know that as women, we think differently, right? There's, we're nurturers and this is our place of influence in the workplace and the way our brains operate are even differently you know there's two hemispheres that are very integrated versus the way a man thinks and he tends to be more compartmentalized in the way he operates and so this plays a huge role in how we process leadership and how we navigate our workspace based on the way we think as women I I love that because to me, this is what stands out about Thrive Today and what really sets it apart from any other content I've ever experienced from a leadership perspective is that I feel like it's just merging these two things together, which is the biblical perspective, which is obviously so critical and important with the the feminine viewpoint, and then helping us to lead from that standpoint, really understanding who we are, how we were created, and what we're called to do, which is is so powerful when you think about um, those combinations. And this is the gap to me. This is the gap. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that we need to see ourselves as the feminine expression of Jesus in the earth, and we need to understand why we're in the room you know what, because the purpose of the woman in the room is different than the purpose of the man in the room. And I know that I was tempted very early on, um, as I said, one of the leading execs for a company, and I found myself trying to compete with the men. And I felt like the Lord kind of pulled me aside and said, hey, stay in your lane. I didn't call you to abdicate your role as a woman. I called you to compliment here. And so you need to find your way of expressing me in your workplace. So that's what I mean by we need to know why we're in the room. That's so important because I feel like that's as women are listening to this, I feel like they're going to be saying, yes, that's me. Um, When I think about the backstory of how you got your hands on Thrive Today in the first place, it's one of the coolest backstories I've ever heard. Can we talk about this a little bit? Because I think that even when we think about where this even came from, it really leans into why did God call you to lead it? Yeah, you know, it, it is. It's a, it's a beautiful story. And uh, several years ago, um, as we were pastoring Victory, we hosted an event for women called Thrive. And this was John Maxwell's initiative to women in general. And during that time, we had three different meetings over the years and who's who was there on the platform. And so 
fast forward years later, those meetings kind of stopped and that was dormant for a little bit. And as I'm ramping this initiative up, then of course you're thinking, what are you going to name it? And there was one word that kept popping up in my spirit and that was thrive. And so interesting enough, I get a phone call from Mark Cole, who is with John Maxwell's company. And he said, Colleen, how would you like to have Thrive? And so he gave me the all of the intellectual property, all of the equity that went with it. And so I added Thrive today to it just to make it more relevant. And even our logo is a nod back to the original logo of Thrive. But I can't tell you what it meant to have John Maxwell just pass this baton on to me and say, you can do this and run well. You know, when the leader of leaders gives you Thrive Today, I, I think you you take it, right? It's one of those things where, um, you know, you're just standing in the, in the, in the middle of a moment um, and a leadership moment, not only for leaders, but specifically for women. And it's such a powerful intersection to say, we're bringing biblical worldviews into the feminine perspective, and we're going to help you lead from that standpoint. To me, it's, it's one of those moments where you take off your feet and you say, God, you're doing something. This is holy ground, like up to something with those intersections. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when you think about it, confidence, there's different types of confidence. True enduring confidence arises out of obedience. And so it's really not self-confidence. It is God confidence. And that's ultimately what we all should be, you know, really finding our way into. I love that. So what is, what's your heart for women as we think about women who are leading at the highest levels of their career, whether it's in marketplace or in ministry, what do you want her to experience as a result of joining Thrive Today? Well, you know, there's three key words which represent the key focuses of Thrive Today. The first one is leadership. And again, I talked about that we need to lead as the feminine expression of Jesus, which means in practicality, we need to know what it means to be nurturers as and how we lead. We need to identify the fact that we're very unique in the way that we lead individually and even as women and to identify what are our true strengths. So leadership is important. The next is community. And when I think about that word, I mean, that word means so much more to us these days after what we've been through, where there's been so much isolation. And I just recall in the early days of ministry, standing in the lobby, talking to so many women who were very powerful in their place of work and climbing that corporate ladder, but then their relationships were falling apart. Their family life, you know, was out of balance and just trying to find a solution for that. And so I know that women need a safe space. They need to find the community where somebody else gets them, where there is a, a beautiful exchange of not just dialogue, but, you know, we learn and grow together in community, especially as women. That's the way we process. We're, we're very relational. And so that's the way we learn as well. And so we have seen, even with the groups that we have started, that as they go through the discussion series, it's a whole different kind of dialogue and conversation when the scripture is there to salt that conversation. 
And that last word is strength. And we all need the ability to look into the mirror of the word of God and find ourselves. And this is brings a different kind of motivation in our lives for how we enter the workplace. And it will help us to know that there's a quite a difference between being a strong woman and being a woman of strength. Mm -hmm. And that's not just somatics. There is something to that. And we unpack some of that throughout the ministry. You'll see that on the site. But this is a core value as well, because our strength if we understand that we are women of strength, then we strive less and we submit more. And so this is what we want to advocate, leadership, community, and strength. Okay. Now, I know we said we'd unpack this a little more on the website and in future discussions, but I know there's probably some women out there that are saying, aren't you saying the same thing? Isn't being a woman of strength and a strong woman, isn't it the same thing? So maybe just a taste of what we'll, we'll be talking about in the future. If you could uh, contrast that for us and unpack it just a, just a little bit. So I would say that I would be a strong woman. And if my husband was sitting next to me, he would be nodding his head. <laughs> so I, I would say that, you know, I mean, before I even gave my life to the Lord, my theme song was these boots are made for walking. So that kind of gives you a glimpse of, of who I am or who I was more importantly. And so I began to understand that, you know what, you might have a strong personality. And so it's easy to rely on your personality and your giftedness to get you where you need to go. But at the same time, we all need to understand we are not one dimensional beings. We uh, can underutilize our brain capacity. This is what this is scripture, not the scriptures, but the stats tell us we totally underuse our brain capacity. And I think that the biggest error is that we underutilize our spiritual capacity. And so to me, a woman of strength is someone who understands that she's a triune being. She is, she is a spirit. She has a soul and she lives in this body. And so where is she going to put her primary emphasis of development? It's going to be on her spirit. It's going to be on learning how to align herself with the spirit of grace, instead of being independent, she learns to be interdependent. And in that process, he refines her and he shows her how to temper herself. So this has been my journey for the past 30 years to emerge, not just as a strong woman, but really to learn the difference and walk in a strength that's granted to me than something that I just kind of mine out of my own being. I love that. And I want to kind of let our ladies know that we are really going to lean into these types of topics as part of Thrive Today. And I, I just love that because there's such a contrast and a difference between being a strong woman and a woman of strength when I hear you um, compare and contrast the differences. So one of the things I want to shift gears and talk about for a second is men, right? So one of the things we've talked about before is that Thrive Today is designed to champion both women and men. We've talked a lot about women. We know that this is for women, but how can women encourage and motivate and esteem men in their own lives and in the workplaces as they think about the content from what will we be doing in Thrive Today to really lean into the fact that we're not saying 
men don't deserve a seat at the table. We're saying we're rightly taking our seat next to men at the table. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's part of understanding our role. And I think we need to be um, very aware of sort of the drip of information and attitudes that are happening among women. In fact, if I ask you, how would you, how would you complete this statement? All men are blank. And there is this drifting towards this, this narrative that says, we need to put men down. Um, we need to compete with them or we need to even cancel them. I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of TV, but think about the number of TVs, especially sitcom television programs. The man is always positioned as a doofus, right? It's, it's so common and it's very subtle. And I mean, my uh, granddaughters were watching Peppa Pig. Okay. I'm not a big fan, but I said to my daughter, I said, do you notice how daddy pig is always screwing up and mama has to save him? It's very subtle. So I think we need enough of that. Okay. It's even in children's programming. So that's not going to help us. I mean, God put us together, right? Together, we are supposed to take dominion. And that dominion is not meant to take dominion over one another. And so if women have felt suppressed for the number of years, that the answer is not revenge. The answer is working together. In fact, this is one of the things that we really hone in on with, the, with Deborah, and how she was able to rise to her level of leadership. And the motive of her heart, she says, I arose as a mother in Israel. She understand the power of the nurturing nature of God that was unique to her as a woman and how she used it to gain the trust of the leaders around her. And so this is the thing that we need to learn because I honestly believe that this is a day where I believe the Lord is positioning women in positions of leadership, both in the church and in corporate America. I think that there is going to be doors open to women that God is opening. And so we have to prepare ourselves because this might be our moment to step into something and we need to be ready because I don't look at everything that I've done as a leader I don't look at it just for myself and my own success. I'm always thinking of who's following me. What am I doing for the next generation of women? Am I making it easier or am I leaving some kind of wake? I want to leave a legacy. And I think we all need to be geared that way. We all need to be thinking about the generations that are following us and what we are laying down for them. Wow. This is so powerful. And one of the things that I know about you is you've been working very hard behind the scenes to put together content that really speaks to the heart of what you just said. Can you talk a little bit about some of the content you're, you've put together that's already either out there or is coming soon? Because I know that women need to hear a different perspective on how they lead and through the lens with which they lead. And so let's talk a little bit about some of what you're making available. Absolutely. I mean, everything that we have, that all of our offerings are designed to champion and challenge women. And so when we think about what is out there and available on a monthly basis, we put it into a membership model. And so we have a new magazine that is out and it's a quarterly magazine that will be coming out. The first issue is, is with us right now. 
And we have three discussion guides at this point of our recording. We have three discussion guides already in print. And the other thing that's coming up very shortly is my first book on resilience. And uh, what a word we need to delve into in this hour with everything that we've been through. And so we also will be conducting monthly group coaching calls. And again, creating that community, as well as having discussions around things that are very relevant to us. And speaking of relevancy, one of the things that we realize in the midst of it, really, it falls under leadership as well, is there are some issues that are very unique to women that sometimes are not discussed in various platforms. And so we also are going to be offering a quarterly what we call the round the table discussions. And this is kind of where we get into the nitty gritty. And we talk about things like, you know, the complex uh, the, that we are, the fraudulent complex. We also talk about, is there such a thing as a mean girl? <laughs> and just how do we navigate certain things? For example, your HR has policies on sexual harassment. We know what those are. Every company has them. But how do we navigate that whole issue? How do we respond to people as women of faith? So who is talking about these issues? I think it's super important that we deal with these nitty gritty issues as well. And so this will be offered on a quarterly basis as well. Well, and let me just say, I feel like no no one is talking about these issues. I mean, um, more recently, we've had some voices come out and talk about the issues, but they definitely haven't done it from a biblical worldview. And so I feel like what's going to be very powerful is to say as a believer, not just as a leader in you know ministry or in marketplace, but as a believer, when I'm faced with some of these issues, how do I stand? How do I handle them? What do I do? And so oftentimes the way we find out is by being thrust into them unprepared. And I just love that we're giving a platform to say, before you run into this issue, let's prepare for it. Let's talk about how to handle it. Let us go before you, those who have been through the fire, so to speak, <laughs> let us share with you what we've learned so that you don't have to face the same challenges. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what the community part is that aspect is all about. I love that. Well, any words of encouragement with your final thoughts that you'd like to give to these wonderful ladies? Yes. You know, I think that we all need to be very patient with ourselves as, you know, we're still in this time of entering back in. Some of you may still be at home, even though you're working, and it's a different day. And so I would say that, you know, be patient with yourself and give yourself grace as we kind of emerge from this very interesting pandemic that we've been in the midst of. What's good is that we do see some hope. And that's always so important. But I would say, make sure that your hope is anchored in Jesus instead of anything else, because that is your ability, not just to excel, but to thrive. And so we chose that name because that's a very important thing that I think we're all called to do. 
If Jesus said, I've come that you would have life and that you would have it more abundantly, then I want to take him at his word. And I think that I want to integrate that truth into every aspect of my life. And then I want to learn how to thrive in the workplace. You know, the ground may be cursed, but that doesn't mean we work according to the curse. We work according to grace. And so these are the kind of things that I think maybe we don't give much thought to because we're so busy. We're so face down in what we have to do. And so my hope is that as we come together, as we gather together across these various offerings and take part in this ministry, that we begin to see ourselves as daughters of the Most High God, because the highest position, the greatest title you will ever have is a daughter of God, and you already have that title. And so that should be our highest aspiration. That should be where we are pouring ourselves into, seek him first, and all these things will be added unto us. Can you imagine what it's like to have your work life added to you instead of taken out of you? I just think there's a whole different way of working our nine to five space that heaven wants to bring us into a whole different kind of wisdom. And so my heart, my hope is to serve you well, that we can find the space and find the grace to really, most importantly, be about the Father's business. Wow. I'm encouraged and excited for what's to come with Thrive Today. Colleen, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's been great. I love talking about this. And thank you, Natalie, because... You have been, you've played a huge role in everything that we see now coming to fruition. And I want everybody to know that. And I'm grateful for you. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our first ever Thrive Today podcast. Thank you, Colleen. Be sure to follow, share, and subscribe on social media platforms and tell other women about this podcast. You can follow Colleen Rouse at CW Rouse, and you can follow Thrive Today at Thrive Today Women. Head over to thrivetoday.com for more information. And just remember, as you build your life, establish a legacy of leadership, community, and strength. We'll see you next time.